Good morning to you all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. It's Shanine is your host today. Morning, Shanine. How are you this morning? I'm really good. Praise God. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. All glory and praise to the Holy and Blessed Trinity today. And may the peace and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be with each of you today and your families and all those nearer and dear to us, our prayer group members and their families, and all we've been asked to pray for. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings, the graces and the healings you are bestowing on us today. For the gift of this new day and restoring us during our sleep. And Lord, we put a hedge of protection around us all. Cover everyone with your precious blood of Jesus. Surround us with all your angels and archangels. And so we begin today in the name of the Father, who is our creator, our most high, our everlasting and almighty God, our refuge and the great I am. And of your precious son, Jesus, who is the saviour of the world, our healer, our bread of life, our king of kings and of the Holy Spirit, our guide, our comforter, our breath of life, and our advocate. Today we're going to meditate on Jesus, rich in mercy, and this is part seven today. Before we begin, I cover and seal every word and press spoken with the precious blood of Jesus. We're going to do the R's of Jesus, rich in mercy. Recognise. Return and repent, restore and reignite, especially during this season of Lent, leading up to Easter and Good Friday. As in the Gospel reading on Sunday from Luke 15, 1 to 3 and 11 to 32, the parable of the prodigal son, where Jesus is responding to the accusation of the Pharisees and scribes that he welcomed and ate with sinners. Jesus went on to tell them this parable. In Jesus' time, this was not a popular parable because normally they would not have let this son back into the fold. As you would all know, this parable, and this is in short, a man had two sons. One son said to the father, let me have the share of the estate that would come to me. The father obliged and the son went off and spent all his inheritance on a life of debauchery. Famine hit the land. He spent all of his inheritance money, so he ended up on a farm feeding pigs, was hungry and destitute. Finally, he came to his senses and had to humble himself and come back to his father, who was so pleased to see him, celebrated by putting on a feast because in his father's eyes, his son was lost, but now is found. The first star is recognize. First, we have to recognize that God created us. He is our God. Whether people believe it or not, God created us and he is our God. In our journey back to God, in this pilgrimage of life, like in the parable, we first have to recognise that we have done wrong 
We have to come to our senses. How low do we have to go? Or in what circumstance do we have to find ourselves? For us to humble ourselves and say, Lord, this is my situation. I have ignored you for many years or I've tried to do life and deal with my current situation with me in charge and it's not working out so well. In James 1.4, it was written, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. And in Malachi 3.6, it is written, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. God does not change. It is the world that changes. And we are trying to say to God, you are just to us. No, it doesn't work like that. It is us who have to come back to Jesus. In the parable, the father welcomes the younger son back with great love, mercy and compassion. In 1 John 1.8, it is written, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. For us to recognize ourselves as sinners, we first must humble ourselves. Pride cannot have any place in this. In 2 Chronicles 7.14, it is written, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Next is return and repent. The Lord is constantly reminding us to come back to him with all our heart. In 2 Peter 3.9, it is written, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Jesus says to St. Faustina in her diary, number 1491, my daughter, do not be afraid of what will happen to you. I will give you nothing beyond your strength. You know the power of my grace. Let that be enough. This is confirmed in 2 Corinthians 12, 9. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. In 1 John 1, 9, it is written, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. In Acts 3, 19, it says, Repent, then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing 
may come from the Lord. In St. Festina's diary, number 699, Jesus says, On that day, all the divine floodgates through which grace, graces flow are opened. Let no soul fear to draw near to me, even though its sins be as scarlet. My mercy is so great that no mind, be it of man or of angel, will be able to fathom it throughout all eternity. The next one is restore. In Psalm 51.12, it is written, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. In Acts 3.21, it is written, Heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything. As he promised long ago through his prophets, through his holy prophets. Wow, heaven must receive him until the time comes for God to restore everything. That's a powerful scripture. Jesus says to St. Festina, everything that exists has come forth from the very depths of my most tender mercy. Every soul in its relation to me will contemplate my love and mercy throughout eternity. The Feast of Mercy emerged from my very depths of tenderness. It is my desire that it be solemnly celebrated on the first Sunday after Easter. Mankind will not have peace until it turns to the fount of my mercy. The next is reignite. Reigniting the fire within us of the Holy Spirit. So we fully come alive is so important to come fully alive in the Holy Spirit. Spending time each day in praise and worship, reading and speaking out the word of God in prayer or quite quite one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord, whether it be in your room, your car, your home, or even your lunch hour, or time in adoration before the Blessed Sacrament. Jesus said to St. Festina, and the faithfulness and fragrance of your prayer have reached me. Our prayer is fragrance to the Lord. In Isaiah 61.7, it is written, instead of your shame, you'll receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. Wow. In 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, Now 
the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. It is often in your testimony that you set other people on fire for the Lord. We are so used to listening to other people's stories and people can't wait to tell us their story. So when we share our story, our testimony with somebody else, which I did yesterday, come across a person, Catholic, lovely Christian person, stop going to church, but stop believing in God. So I told her my testimony, said I would pray for her. In Acts 1, 8, it is written, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And we can add to that whatever town, city or country we are in. In Romans 15, 13, it is written, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we meditate on today, Jesus, rich in mercy, the process of returning to you, Lord, let us pray. Heavenly Father, through your merciful and loving son, Jesus, we pray and stand in the gap and intercede for all souls returning to you in Australia and in all countries in the world. There are many, Lord, and we ask you to plunge them into the ocean of your mercy. We command in the name of Jesus, you send your angels and destiny helpers to every single soul in the process of returning to you and help them in their journey back to you. Help them, Lord, to trust in your goodness. So, Lord, we come before you. We stand in the gap for all the people we pray for, especially in our prayer group, Lord, and, and all those of us just to pray for us and our families and all their intentions, Lord, for all those who are sick and suffering, hospitalised and dying, those hungry, homeless, tortured and violated in any way, for the conversion of all unbelievers and those who have rejected you, Lord those so desperate and despairing, Lord, that they're contemplating suicide, abortion and euthanasia, Lord. We break in the powerful name of Jesus, all those suffering any mental illness, any strongholds that are binding them in chains, Lord, any addictions and bondages, Lord, we break in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those suffering financial difficulty, unemployment and loneliness, all those suffering from the floods, Lord, still, and any disasters around the world. For your priests, pastors and preachers around the world, Lord, all those who preach your word. And all the intentions I may not have mentioned. In the powerful name of Jesus, we stand in the gap and we intercede for all your people, Lord. We claim healing and mercy in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. All glory and honour to you alone. So, Holy Spirit, we now come together to pray in your language with the gift of tongues and intercede today for all those who we have just mentioned, all our personal intentions, Lord. I ask those who can pray in tongues to please unmute 
and join with me interceding for all those we pray for. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shandakia Sarakala Lelia Sarakada Papa Papia Shandakala Sanda Papa Sanda papa Shanda papa pia sarakia sarakadadia papa papa 
Santa Cala de Dia Saraki, Santa Mamma 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 Hasaraki, Tala de Yasaraki, Saladia Saraka, Santa Cala Hasaraki, Shanda papa papa Shanta Santa Papa Shanda papa papa Thank you, ya papa Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
the words that were spoken to me while we were praying this morning. As rain falls from above, so do I rain down my mercy upon the whole world. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this mercy that you're raining down upon the whole world. Our world needs your mercy, Lord. The scripture I've been given is from 1 John 2, 12. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his sake. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone is getting a scripture or a word, you're welcome to unmute or place it in the chat. God, even the, God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all tribulation that we may comfort those who are in any trouble. 1 Corinthians 2, 1, 3 to 4. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your grace your compassion, your love, your unending love upon us and on the whole world. Lord, I thank you that we can come to you. We can say sorry. That your mercy is unfathomable. That your grace is beyond our comprehension, Lord. And then we thank you for this time this morning. We thank you for everyone who has joined us on Zoom and YouTube and those who will listen to the recording. And may the peace and the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, your loved ones, all those you speak to and come in contact with today, 
at home or at work. Have a blessed day and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.